Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey parents, Tim Wright here along with Dr. Michael Gurian, and we are with you once again for another episode of the Wonder of Parenting podcast, a brain science approach to parenting. And uh, as always, before we dive into our topic for today, a few things we'd like you to know about. We've got a website, wonderofparenting.com, wonderofparenting.com, and there are a number of resources there uh, that uh, Michael has written mainly. I've got a few up there as well, some things we've done together. There is a space there for you to send questions to us if you've got questions about parenting or even if you've got questions about some things we've said on podcasts and you'd like clarification, you can get a hold of us there. Uh, We also have a Facebook group called Wonder of Parenting Facebook group and you just go to Facebook, you put in Wonder of Parenting, you hit join and uh, that way you can be a part of a group of parents, over a thousand parents who are posting questions all the time, situations they're going through as parents, and you have a chance to give input or ask your own questions. And we grab questions off of that often. Uh, And then also uh, we have uh, some sponsors that you can look up on our wonderofparenting.com site. Uh, We've got the Forge School, which Michael's been very involved with, works with boys. And Michael, uh, tell us a little bit about them. Yeah, and what a day, uh, given what our podcast is on today, what a what a yeah. great day to talk about the Forge School. So it's for 14 and fourteen to 17-year-old boys, so teen boys, who are having issues, um, could be behavioral issues, uh, also learning issues, or mixed with learning issues, issues in school, issues in the family system, um, uh, you know, across the board. And um, the Forge School is set up as residential treatment. So it's six weeks to say three months. It's in that range, short-term residential treatment. Um, wonderful place, just just wonderful. The staff is wonderful, uh, very boy-friendly. So um, check out the Forge School on wonderofparenting.com. And I know that uh, you and Greg Jantz wrote a book a few years ago now on this topic on boys for more of a faith-based uh, community. What was the name of the book? Mm. Gosh, I think that's been like nine, ten years ago. Has it been that long already? Uh-huh. I, I'm kind of thinking so. It's amazing Boy. how time. And it, yeah, it's called Raising Boys by Design. Yeah. Raising Boys by Design, and it was a kind of a unique project in that I, as as a secular science guy, and then Greg, who is Christian, also a, a you know science oriented. He's a psychologist, yep. uh, and brought the Christian, and we tried to, and I think succeeded in building a book that was about boys, that brought together science and faith. Yep, and we found. Amazingly, we found that 90, 95% science and faith match. There's around a 5%, so we couldn't do that 5%, we didn't put it in the book, where they don't match. But that was kind of amazing, that yeah. science and faith really do match if we oh, yeah. if we go to the core. And, and the book is Raising Boys by Design. So so Greg is uh, also the guy up there at the Center Place of Hope, and you can find more about them 
uh, on wonderparenting.com. They have been a longtime sponsor for us. Uh, Greg is a prolific author, uh, writes about all kinds of various challenges that we face in life from anxiety to eating disorders, and his clinic helps people with that as well. If you'd like to know more about that, that's the Center of Place of Hope. Now, uh, Michael and I were talking a little bit about the topic for today, uh, in part because he and I will be doing a Helping Boys Thrive Summit in Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, and that's on November 3rd, 2021. Uh, and it's not just in Santa Fe, but it's also be an online event. So we're thinking a little bit about boys right now. And I went back in our archives, and we did a uh, topic called Helping Boys Thrive back in f- late February of 2020. So almost uh, two years ago now, a little bit more than a year and a half. And it's interesting looking back at that and realizing that just two to three weeks later, the, the world shut down from COVID. Mm. Uh, and as I was going through uh, our Wonder of Parenting uh, Facebook group, uh, I just saw again and again so many questions about boys. And uh, so we thought we would, with all of those things, that we would uh, take a little bit of time to talk about boys again, this time from a little different perspective, about some things that we can do as parents uh, and other groups of people to instill in our boys uh, purpose and values. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Um, but Michael, let's kind of start at the beginning. We do this from time to time. Um, why, uh, why do we need to focus on boys in 2021? Yeah, well, you're what you said about and then the world shut down. You know that adds a whole other layer yeah. to to boys' development. Uh, so the COVID, you know, COVID trauma and boys, and of course COVID trauma and girls too. Um, focusing on boys, we have we have all the trauma that boys are experiencing, which I'm going to lay out here, and then um, and then now we have additionally COVID trauma, which is in in two major areas. Uh, which are social isolation, increased depression, anxiety, and so on that can come from that, and then hyperuse of screens and anxiety, depression uh, that can come from that, you know, and then kind of the there's a Venn diagram or a triangle. You've got addiction, porn, porn addiction, you know, new onset of porn addiction from all the screens during COVID, uh, um, and then norm, normal addiction, substance, alcohol. Uh, increases in suicide, right? Uh, male suicide has been high for quite a long time. And now we have even more suicide, COVID, post-COVID. So all of the things that we were worried about <laughs> before COVID, you know, with boys, we're doubly worried about them now. And um, and uh, so some of those are uh, the fact that so many males are raised without fathers, you know, or without significant father involvement, that's an area where we're we're very worried um, because boys are not getting the kind of training in uh, we can call it masculinity or manhood development or self development. You know, whatever there's politics around everything, but whatever what people want to call it, uh, you need good attachment with mom. You need good attachment with dad. You need good attachment, especially when males become adolescents, with male role models that includes dad other males, you need these attachments uh, and they need to be healthy and they need to feed the soul of these boys. And so one thing we worry a lot about with male development that we certainly speak to in our Helping Boys Thrive is making sure they have all these males in their lives. Um, And as everyone knows, this doesn't discount mom, uh, doesn't discount women. Um, That's already assumed because boys are generally getting 
a, a lot of mom and they're getting a lot of women in child care and school. Um, and that's to be celebrated. Uh, the worry doesn't come in lack of that. The worry comes in lack of the male. And along with that is um, uh, that it, that under attachment with the male becomes a trauma to the boy. And so the boy can have trauma response and we don't even realize it. Um, he can act out in ways that we don't realize or could be connected to that. Uh, we're also very worried about, um, as I mentioned, screens, uh, video games. I'm going to give an example to make it concrete. I was just with some other folks in, in my sort of larger group and uh, our friendship group, Gail and I were with them and, and we were talking to this wonderful 19-year-old guy and um, he's not working right now, graduated high school, not working, was going to go to college, just kind of not doing it right now. And um, he's very smart. I mean, I've known him for years, very smart. And and I asked him, you know, uh, how, how much are you playing video games? And he said, oh, maybe two to three hours a day. And um, so that means he's doing it four to five hours a day, you know, or three to four <laughs> hours a day, because he knows what I do. So he's not really fully telling me the truth. Uh, but even if it's two or three hours a day, you know, that's way too much. And he's got a smartphone. So he's going to be looking at YouTube and doing whatever he's doing on the smartphone a couple hours a day. Well, you know, he's not going to work. Uh, he's living with his mom and he has what he needs and he's not going to work. Um, he, his dopamine, his brain is just getting hit with wonderful reward chemistry from playing video games. It just kind of fools his brain that he's accomplishing a lot. He doesn't have motivation to go to school to accomplish or perform there because his motivation is all lock, locked into the process he's involved in that makes the dopamine work. And it's a screen. It's screens, you know. And so I actually talked to him about it. I said, okay, you know what I do for a living. So you know what I'm about to say to you, <laughs> you know. So you're not working. You're living with mom. You're not going to school. You're not really doing much. And you're playing a bunch of video games. What's wrong with this scenario? And he kind of chuckled and said, well, you know, nothing wrong with it right now. And, and I worry about that a lot. And I think a lot of people are worried yeah. about that. That's a microcosm for something that's kind of macrocosmic in the culture with our young males. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Yeah, and we, we, we've heard the phrase failure to launch, oftentimes used of our young right. men in, in situations like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's another area area where I, we worry, and um, I don't know. There are so many areas. What should we What should we talk about? <laughs> well, and 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 I know um, part of you know our ongoing concern with boys. The reason why we don't do a helping girls thrive summit as often is because there aren't as many resources for boys uh, and their 
emotional, mental health as there are for girls. And that's one of the areas where you have seen a great need and have, have sort of tried to fill the yeah. gap. Yeah, that's so true. Um, you know, I mean, we absolutely would do a Helping Girls Thrive if people asked us, but of course they're going to sure. probably ask women, which is great. Um, uh, and, yeah, and in the boy realm, um, uh, just the pushback, if you even try to create resources for boys, I mean, I can just confess from decades of doing it that you just constantly get pushback. And when, and what you get is folks saying, well, boys have it all. They've always had it all. You know, mm-hmm. girls are victims. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of boys have had a lot, right? But no, not, a, right. All, not all boys have it all. Um, there's no way to back that up statistically or with any kind of science. We've got millions and millions of boys who are, who are as I've described, addicts who are as you've said, failing to launch, they can't hold jobs, they don't have purpose, you know, so no, boys don't have it all. Um, or the other pushback is, well, they're, they're, you know, what they're getting taught is masculinity. Masculinity is a failed social experiment. Uh, and of course, now we have toxic masculinity. And, and so we're always trying to feel that when really Toxic masculinity has very little to do with what's going on with boys today, right? It could apply mm-hmm. somewhere. We can always find some way it applies. Um, uh, but it it's not really, you know, what makes boys have a lack of purpose or not become adults, you know? Toxic masculinity is just so thin. Um, but so that's where the, some of the pushback comes back against. And and I think at the core it's uh, it's androphobia. I mean, I think our culture is has has become convinced that it has to be really afraid, androphobia, afraid of males, and um, without our realizing it, I think this rules a lot of certainly the academic world. I think that fear of males rules yeah. that category, and so most of what's generated is um, is is women's studies. If we're going to you know generate anything in the male female. Uh, sex gender realm it's women's studies or it's gender studies but they're really about uh women right women. and and like mm-hmm. okay that's awesome i have two daughters glad of that yep. but um you know there is this other half that we have to help and and we're not helping them and then when people try to start men's studies departments of course you know they get canceled they get attacked they're anti-feminist or you know whatever it is they get attacked for all these things and and what they're trying to say is we need more resources for these males and and many of them say but you know I, I and you have both said for years which is that if we don't uh, help boys thrive uh, we are simply not creating a pool of men that's going to be really good for our daughters so there's nothing we do for boys that does not in some way also help girls mm-hmm. but we've got all this androphobia and what people would call call also misandry which is a hatred of males we do have that there and it's in academics i think for sure and academics then c- controls a lot of other things um so therefore we don't create the resources we need and I, i've used this line many times and it's real and i'm not the only one who has heard this um i got this from someone in the department of justice when i was doing an event and they were doing an event and i I said to them, so what are the programs, you know, how do you get males into programs? And he said, the best way to get males into programs is is prison, right? But that already mm-hmm. assumes we're not going to give them resources until they have done something wrong. And that's, right. that is obviously in a way symbolic. There are other programs that exist for males, but it's also unfortunately become very American. 
we don't get males the help they need until they do things that are really wrong. And we have to change that. Yeah, I had a similar conversation here when we were first bringing you into Phoenix years ago for Helping Boys Thrive. And I had a, a gentleman who worked with the governor's office, and he brought a team of people to work with us on this. And they were all women, and all of them worked in some way, shape, or form in government agencies that were female-oriented. And I said, are there no men? Are there no men's programs in the government? He said, yeah, we have one. It's called prison. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And he was straight-faced. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, we both shared before that the statistics certainly don't bear out that guys are thriving over girls. The, you know, education and the numbers of, of girls uh, in honor societies and in, in uh, college who and uh, law profession, doctors, and so on and so forth. Um, so because we provided really good resources for our daughters, and I'm like you, I've got a daughter, I've got two granddaughters, care a lot about that. Um, I was really pleased today, I was watching a newscast from Britain, and they were talking about Afghanistan, and of course the big, big concern is that they're going to lock uh, down on women and girls, and we're all concerned about that. But I was glad to hear somebody also say, but you know what? The boys are going to suffer too. Um, they get uh, forced into being kids, boy soldiers and, and so on. So uh, sometimes we forget that the boys are, are being victimized in these cultures as well. So to, sh- to yeah. shift now... Um, one of the things that I'll, I'll do occasionally when I'm speaking at these things is to have people imagine they're standing up on a hill with their son or grandson or a boy they care about, and uh, down below them is the boy's future. And, you know, kind of dreaming, what, what kind of future do you want for your son or your grandson? And so let's talk about some of the things that our boys need to thrive, our boys need to become good men, to live out that future. And the first is purpose, and that's a big one for you. How do we instill purpose into our boys, and what do you mean uh, by yeah. purpose? Um, I, I'm really into males and purpose. Uh, I'm into Every child should have purpose, absolutely. But I'm into males and purpose for a particular brain reason, you know, for, for all the other reasons, but this brain reason. Boys... Um, uh, uh, females use up to 10 times more white matter activity than males do at, at, at a baseline. And that white matter activity connects all sorts of different parts of the brain. So females, the female brain is constantly in a process of multitasking. The male brain uses up to seven times more gray matter. Gray matter happens in splotches in the brain. So males are doing things in one or two particular places in the brain. And this to me is the neural reason why we have to focus males on purpose from very early on. We want to get development in those gray matter areas, because those are the gray matter areas through which they will live their lives. They will feed their families. They will, you know, uh, be good citizens. They're operating in these gray matter areas. And, um, uh, you know, an example is uh, when that when that boy, this can work for a girl too, when that boy is in the high chair and drops a spoon, I, I really want that boy's purpose to be to get down out of the high chair and pick up his own spoon you know, it's an act of independence. I see it also as helping develop gray matter area in his brain. I don't, I would like the parents not to pick up the spoon for that boy. I mean this symbolically, sometimes they will pick up the spoon, but I think people get what I mean. Uh, let's get him, let's give him purpose, responsibility, um, 
you know, even creativity on how he has to get down out of that chair and pick up that spoon. Let's do all that with him from a very, very early age. And let's have him be doing chores from a very early age. And that includes empathically taking care of other siblings from a very early age and onward and onward. And when he's, you know, 16, let's make sure he's working. I started work at 14, but, you know, that's probably not going to happen. But at least by 16, um, both my kids started working at 16. That's very doable. Uh, these boys can be working by 16. Uh, so what we're doing is we're we're actually developing and focusing energy in these gray matter areas of the brain that they will live on for the rest of their lives. That's that's kind of the deep reason that I know that mothers and fathers and grandparents and everyone else have to focus boys on having a purpose in life because their brains need it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You, you have kind of a definition of what a good man is. What, share that with us. Yeah, when people ask me what is a, a man, I say a man is a loving, wise, and successful male adult. So the male adult is assumed because he's going to go through puberty and, you know, he's going to grow in, into a male adult. The loving, wise, and successful, that's the manhood part. He's loving, so a lot of empathy there, caring for others. He's wise, he's a critical thinker, uh, he's been taught critical thinking. Etc. And then he's successful. He he's he's got a purpose. He uh, knows how to perform. He's been challenged a number of times during boyhood, so that he has resilience and he can succeed. A loving, wise, and successful male adult. So that's really another one of those gifts that we give to our boys. Then is that sort of direction in life, and then mentoring those things in our boys, mentoring wisdom in them, and and purpose, and so on. Uh, mm-hmm. Now you referred to. Uh, as one of the trauma points for boys, uh, in, uh, a lack of masculine energy in their lives. So talk a bit about the importance of dad or that father figure and why that's so important for a boy. Um, and recognizing that even for moms raising their sons without boys, that it's really important for them to find a really good man to pour some masculine, good masculine energy into their son. Yeah, and that's a beautiful phrase you have, pouring that masculine energy into their son. Um, so the father the father and these male role models uh, transfer. They're transferring manhood generationally, right, from their generation into this next generation. They're transferring goodness um, uh, or loving, wise, and successful. They're transferring that in. So they're teaching these boys from that male viewpoint, which is what the boy is living, right? They're teaching boys um, loving, 
how, how does loving feel in me? How do I reflect loving? How do I reflect compassion, empathy, etc.? Including how do I become stoic when I need to be so that someone else's emotions can come out and I'm involved in that dance with someone else? That gets transferred. Um, that part of manhood gets transferred from father and male role models. Um, uh, and some of it, a lot of it grows from mom. There's no doubt. We don't want to downplay. Uh, a lot of it grows from mom. But when the boy starts hitting puberty, he's starting to separate from mom. And we would like him to have father in, from birth to 10. And we'd like him to have male role, male role models from birth to 10. The emergency comes, though, when he doesn't have father male role model from 10 to 20. That's when it becomes emergency. Why? It, because he's separating from mom as he moves into puberty. He still loves her, but he's psychologically separating. Where does he go? What does he separate into? He doesn't have men. He doesn't have the transfer of manhood into him. So he becomes somewhat lost. So all that stuff's getting transferred from dad and male role models. And it's also getting tested by dad and male role models um, so that resilience is built. Uh, that's one of the things dads do for children. They build resilience in their children. And that boy will need resilience. He'll need that grit. Um, and having those guys involved in his life, right, helps him to have that grit. So um, those are, I would say, the two biggest things. One of the areas that I have uh, worked with um, as a pastor and as a guy who works with men and boys from time to time is this issue that's related, and that's the father wound. Mm -hmm. And that's where maybe dad was absent or or dad was uh, maybe wasn't there at all. Maybe dad passed away before the boy was old enough to know who he is, or that dad was just emotionally distant. And one of the cries that you tend to hear from boys or men who have a father wound is, I never heard my dad say he loved me, mm. or I never heard my dad say he's proud of me. Mm. And that, that word of affirmation is also important for a boy. So, so what is it about a boy or a, a young man? Why is that word of affirmation so important it's important for our daughters, right? Oh yeah, but it, important for everyone. But it seems yep. right. But it seems like for guys, it's a primal need. Yeah, we, to have that man say it. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It, it's absolutely primal, um, uh, and it is primal for daughters too. For for daughters who may get a lot of it from others, uh, including women, and who are who are doing some separation from mom. And and from women as they psychologically separate, individuate, and become you know move through adolescence, become adults. They are doing some of it absolutely, and they're in women's community. They're getting a lot of it from women. Um, boys have 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 to psychologically separate from mom, and they will do it no matter what. It will happen if they're going to become adults. Um, they're they when they don't have the men to separate into and with then they're really lacking that kind of targeted praise. I'm proud of you. They're lacking that when they're 12, 14, 16 from these men. And their mom can say it to them, which she will, I'm sure. She will say it to yep. them at 12, 14, and 16. And that means a lot. I mean, it's great that she does. But they are separating from her. So they're needing this from men, too, and they don't have the father saying it. They don't have the men saying it. So that is a big part of that father wound. You also uh, speak often about um, 
the for lack of, I, I, you'll you'll use your own language sort of a multi-family system mm-hmm. where boys need you know parents they need grandparents and so on um talk about uh some of the uh say organizations communities that that would be really helpful for boys as they're developing into men you know we we think about for example boy scouts uh what are other uh, ways that boys can be a part of communities that shape boys into men. Mm-hmm. Well, in terms of agencies like Big Brothers is good, and faith communities are great, right? Because there's all those men there who, who, as you know very well, who can get connected to the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then communities also organically form... Um, uh, well, of course, I talk about the three-family system, the nuclear family, the extended mm-hmm. family that wraps around, and then the the uh, more institutional family, third family. Um, we can look in each of these systems for uh, agencies, and we can also look for mentors who follow our island, our son's island of competence, our son's skill set, our son's talent. And this is kind of where coaches come in, where let's say a boy has athletic talent, or even yep. just athletic exploration, um, you know, he joins a team, he gets coached. Or if it's a more individual sport like tennis, he's coached individually, relatively individually. Um, uh, let's say that he's really good in music. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's getting music lessons. He ends up forming a bond with that artist, and that artist becomes like a coach to to Michelangelo, you know, a kind of artist coach. But it's that's still. Um, that kind of bonding, it's still mentorial. So in our in the skill sets, we can find the mentors. The key to it is you look in agencies like Big Brothers, very clearly a mentoring agency. You look in Boy Scouts where you have teams, and as they become adolescent, there are more males involved. Um, you look you look at um, uh, church communities or faith communities, trying to find mentors, especially if the boys ten to twenty, find mentors wherever it is who are male. Uh, doesn't discount females, but find mentors who are male. And another place is in counseling. You know, there's a lot of 10 to 20-year-old mm. males who could really gain from counseling. Maybe in those early adolescent years, maybe it's a female counselor. I would love to see that guy when he's moving through puberty and into adolescence, deep into adolescence, to have male counselors. Um, so so look in, if, if nowhere else, if people don't have access to faith communities, if they don't have access or have chosen against an agency like Boy Scouts or Boys Clubs, etc. Um, uh, look in the talent sets in the islands of competence for these guys, and know that, and always know that if the male doesn't get these male mentors, let's say father's not there, there's been a divorce, father has become a friend and is not really fathering a lot right now. Um, however, it happens without those male mentors, especially from ten to twenty, the boy becomes more likely to join a gang. Um, he also becomes more likely, uh, or a pack. If he's not in an inner city, we won't call it a gang, but it'll be a pack that's doing things we don't like. Right. Drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. Um, it, to a great extent, male mentors are directing him toward other kind of sacred developments, so he doesn't have to join those packs. Finally, and you've we've talked about this a few times in our podcast, but I, I look at my own life, and uh, these are some things that I developed later in life. Um, but uh, setting our, our boys up for success, I would think, would include uh, teaching them good eating habits and even physical health habits of keeping themselves healthy. 
healthy. Oh gosh, yes, yeah. I, I when I when I that circling back to that wonderful young man, you know, uh, he was getting like no exercise, right? If he's playing yeah, three to right. five hours of video games, <laughs> and I joked with him about it, I said, "Are you getting much exercise?" He said, "Hey, have you played? Are you a gamer? You know how much exercise I get, right?" And that's when I know, okay, he's not getting exercise. Uh, yes, you move <laughs> around when you play a game, but that is not what we mean. We need we need those guys to at at, at I'll pick an age, 13. I want to see them getting like around two hours of exercise a day. So that's wow. running, athletics, yep. walking, uh, you know, a little of that exercise, by the way, they get going from class to class, from building to building. Sure. There's building. There's exercise there. Uh, just like I would love that body to be getting uh, somewhere around an hour and a half, two hours of exercise a day. And I, we definitely do not want them eating junk food. We don't want them eating a lot of sugar. Um, th- all those neurotoxins, we don't want the effect of that on their testosterone levels that we've talked about in other podcasts. You know, junk food and lots of sugar, it's just not good. Um, uh, yeah, we want to protect their development as young men by helping them learn what their bodies need. I think we agreed, though, that uh, Dairy Cream ice cream and a, a, a Whopper is okay, right? That's... <laughs> well, I'm going to hold to it not being okay, but may, yes, of course, there are going to be special occasions, uh, oh, okay. like the rite of passage, right. like you know the yeah. wonderful rite of passage that you do with your fathers and sons, right? I think there's yeah. a time when, after the culmination yep. of it, they go for ice cream. Okay, yeah. we do allow that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michael, I, I you know, I, I, as as I've been listening to this, of course, everything we've said about boys here applies to girls, and uh, it's just sometimes we're we're more cognizant of what we're doing with our girls, um, and uh, we we really haven't been as aware of some of the challenges our boys are going through. So this, once again, it's been very helpful. Uh, we're going to be doing this um, helping boys thrive event again. It's going to be in Santa Fe, but it will be online. And so if you want to join us for that, uh, where do they go? Helpingboysthrive.org? Or... Yeah, the easiest way would be go to helpingboysthrive.org, and then you're going to see the links. Folks are going to see the link to Santa Fe because they're yeah. using their website. So just click to their link, and then you can register there. Great, great. Well, we hope to see some of you there, and, and we'll post uh, more information uh, on our uh, page there on Facebook as well. Well, Michael, thank you, as always. Thanks, Another good conversation. Yep. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back with you next time. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.